I meet high-achieving women leaders daily who are used to excelling in all areas of their lives. They get so much done and are so successful, but sometimes that hyper-achievement just goes too far and they start noticing symptoms. And I'm dedicated to supporting these women to thrive in their roles and in their lives without sacrificing their health and happiness. I'm sure that you feel that a certain amount of stress and pressure comes with the job of being a leader. But when does that pressure become too much? When does it become unhealthy? This episode is the first in a series of how to know when to pull the brake starting with listing the physical and the emotional symptoms of stress and exhaustion. Next week, we'll go into the second part, the cognitive symptoms. And why is this so important to know? It's because the faster you pull the brake when you start noticing symptoms, the faster the recovery. Listening to your body's signals and adapting accordingly is key to performing at a high but sustainable level. Find the show notes and other resources at sofiafonselsing.com slash podcast. You're listening to Unleash the Badass Within by me, Sofia von Selsing, international coach and well-being specialist. I support high-achieving women leaders to reduce stress and build greater capacity to increase their presence and advance their careers. Hi ladies! How do you know if you are pushing yourself in a healthy way or pushing too hard, potentially leading to burnout? In my previous career within HR, I noticed a pattern And that was employees returning to work after summer vacation, and shortly after that, being signed off on sick leave due to exhaustion. Why is this so common? Sometimes we push ourselves so hard during spring with the belief that we can rest during the holiday. But when August comes, we're just as exhausted, or even more than before, as our bodies have finally caught up with us. When do we say enough is enough? Let's explore this. So first, we'll talk about the physical symptom. These are usually the first red flags that our body waves, begging us to slow down. They include sleeping problems. If you're finding it hard to fall asleep or waking up frequently during the night or waking up still feeling tired, that's a clear sign that you need to pay attention to. Then we have the tension headaches or the migraines, especially if they're happening often, like every week. Stomach or digestive issues like upset stomach, constipation, IBS or diarrhea. And then we have the frequent colds or infections. This is definitely a signal that your immune system is not working properly. Increased heart rate or chest pains. This is always a cause for concern and you need to consult a healthcare professional as soon as possible if you're experiencing this. Fatigue or lack of energy, like constantly feeling drained or brain fogged even after a good night's sleep. Weight changes, either losing or gaining weight without even trying. Now, beside these physical symptoms, the emotional or mental symptoms are just as important. And like I mentioned, the cognitive symptoms, but that will be covered in the next episode. So the emotional or mental symptoms include mood swings. 
Like you're feeling emotionally high and then low more frequently. Maybe that it's really easy for you to start crying. Irritability, like snapping at colleagues, your family members, loved ones, kids, with just little provocation. And then feeling overwhelmed, like you can't catch up or everything is just piling up on top of each other. I remember feeling just before I burned out, like doing my expenses was climbing Mount Everest. And obviously that's not how it's supposed to be. And then of course, feelings of anxiety, panic attacks, withdrawal, like distancing yourself from your loved ones or activities you used to enjoy, decreased motivation, that things that you used to really like just now feel like a chore or just like something you just can't be bothered with. Feelings of worthlessness or guilt. This is also a sign, like second-guessing your decisions, feeling like you're never doing enough and just constantly being in a negative state. And then the last, low libido. You know, we're not supposed to reproduce if we are under threat. So not wanting to have sex is a very common sign of that the body is under pressure or stress. It's crucial to note that sometimes these symptoms can be subtle and sometimes they just come screaming at us. And the key is awareness, like check in with yourself on a regular basis. And if you notice any of these signs or several of them, it's really an indication that you need to pull the brake. And also pay attention to your colleagues, your team members, your friends, and check in with them on a regular basis. And pulling the brake does not mean abandoning your responsibilities. It's about pausing and reassessing and then prioritizing your well-being. Because you cannot pour from an empty cup. That's something I keep on saying, both to myself, but to my clients and friends and family members. So, what concrete things can you do if you notice symptoms? Start by taking a day off or even just a few hours off. Check in with yourself and try to recall for how long this has been going on. If it's just a few weeks, you might be fine with prioritizing more self-care and rest in your schedule. But if it's months or even years, that's serious and you need to act and seek support. So talk to friends, family, a therapist, a doctor or a coach like me specialized in working with this. Like I said in the beginning, the faster you do something about it, the better. Because if you keep on pushing when you have serious symptoms, the recovery gets so much longer. It really is exponential. If you've been listening to previous episodes of this podcast, you know that one of my clients, Sarah, was struggling with severe sleeping problems, high stress levels and anxiety. But because she reached out in time, we could turn it around together and she never had to go on sick leave. If you want to listen to that, it's episode number nine, and I'll drop a link in the show notes. There's just so much suffering and cost to be avoided if you break in time. I didn't, and it took me many years to come back. And that's also why I'm so passionate about working proactively with sustainable performance and well-being, because I know what it's like to end up like a wreck, and I don't want you to go through that too. High-achieving women leaders often have the mentality of go big or go home, at least in my experience. But sometimes the bravest thing we can do is to say, I need a break, like my client Anna did. You can find a long interview with her in episode 6, where we go through her burnout story and how she got out of it. 
So as a recap, recognize the signs, listen to them, and know when it's time to say enough is enough. You're strong, you're capable, and you deserve to feel good. Life should be about thriving, not just surviving. Next Tuesday, we will cover the cognitive symptoms of stress and exhaustion, so be sure to hit subscribe to be notified when that comes out. And of course, I will not only be a downer in this podcast, coming with bad news, but continuously cover tips and tricks on what you can do to lower these symptoms of stress and to feel great and work with your mindset and all of these things so you can continue to perform at a high level. Episode three, for example, has several hacks that you can try to lower stress continuously during the day to not crash at the end of the workday. Until next time, take care of yourself and go be a badass. Thanks for listening today. If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with other women leaders. Remember that you are awesome.